Hey everyone, um, hope you've had a great weekend. Um, sorry, I've uh, been a bit quiet on the podcast. Um, would have put one out on uh, Thursday. Um, but uh, a lot of the people I wanted to interview were up on the Gold Coast or heading to the Gold Coast. And um, I just wasn't also in the mood. Um, I lost a very good friend of mine um, last weekend, uh, Paul Lyons. He um, passed away suddenly in his sleep. Um, so yeah, haven't really been much in the mood to, to do anything. And he was someone I actually wanted to get on the podcast. Um, I just didn't get the chance to. Um, I wanted to talk about um, you know, his time as the Olympian and you know how that's helped him and served him and his you know training philosophies and, and whatnot. But um, you know, even though Paul's not here anymore and I can't talk to him, there are some three things that still stand out to me that I, I've learned from Paul um, that I thought I would share with you. Now, the first one, um, the first two I should say are not necessarily training related, but I, I, I can I can explain how I guess you can relate it back to Ninja. Uh, so the first one is don't complain. Now, if you didn't know Paul Lyons, so Paul Lyons was a two-time uh, Olympian in Taekwondo. I believe it was the 1992 or six. I think it was two. I think it was the one. In, it was the one in Barcelona, and then also again in 2000 in Sydney. Um, so yeah, he was an Olympian. He was a fighter. He was a hard man. Uh, this man worked very hard throughout his life, and you know he suffered as well. You know he has had his you know his his demons I guess or his you know his his problems and stuff with life but one thing that Paul never did was he never complained about it and um he he this man would work 16 hours days in his gym and he would you know he would, it's not like he's earning a lot of money um a lot of the the money made from the business didn't go to him um you know went back to the business and to staff and so he made you know next to nothing and worked 16 hours days uh, nearly nearly every day um probably sunday was his only day off unless we had a comp uh you know this man worked so hard and i don't know how he did it and always had a smile on his face and you wouldn't have never have known if he was ill if he was unhappy if if anything he you would not know because he wasn't a man to show to show you, but then also, you know, he, he, he didn't want to um, impose that on you. So he would always have a smile on his face. Uh, and obviously, it's I'm not saying it's a good thing to keep things in. Obviously, if you need to talk to someone, you need to talk to someone. You know, I've seen a psych in the past, and you know, that probably wasn't Paul's way. Um, but generally speaking, I do agree with him in regards to, you know, not complaining about small things in life, you know, because there's always someone that has it a lot tougher than you. And I guess in regards to ninja, you know, if 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 you stuffed up something, you stuffed up an obstacle, don't complain about it and 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 say it's anyone else's fault or you know you uh, you know I understand if you're upset, hundred percent, you know, be upset about it, you know, it's it's natural, but don't blame anyone, don't don't complain about how you know, tough it was or whatever, you know, there's, there's really no point in complaining about it, especially with Ninja. Either you were good enough to do the obstacle or you weren't. So the faster you can forgive yourself and sort of move on, um, the better you'll be as an athlete and the better you'll be able to, you know, sort of 
take losses um, because in the scheme of things, it's not that bad. Um, you know, all you did was lose a ninja comp. Um, you know, I know sometimes it's hard to say, it's hard pill to swallow. You know, last year I I um, fell off on a balance obstacle in the NCL um, at the uh, Perth and finals and like, you know, nearly 30 of us out of 90 went out on the same obstacle and I was furious. I could have easily have blamed the Ravis, the brothers who who run the the comp. I could have easily just said, "Oh, you know, oh, you know, they stuffed me over." You know, oh, these, you know, these people, blah 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 blah. Um, you know, I could be very angry about it, and um, it's not going to really help me, is it? Um, you know, what's done is done. The same thing happened in America. Um, you know, the guy who organised the competition there, um, I must say, he did not think things through. Because the success rate was far too low, um, but you know people were up in arms about it, and you know I thought about it. You know, I'm, I guess because I got past the obstacle that everyone was dreading, I kind of, uh, you know, I can kind of understand why people are complaining about it. But I look at it from an event business point of view. You know, the the way he ran that competition in the U.S. was. A near disaster um, in regards to the brand, the ninja brand, and and, and whatnot. Um, you know, me stuffing up had nothing to do with him because I believed I could finish the course, so I didn't complain about how I did. Anyway, so that's the first lesson. The second lesson is make people, you know, feel good. Paul had this energy about him, and. Uh, he would always make you feel good, um, and you know, the, you know, you just want to be around him. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying you know, be a, be an, um, don't pump up people's tires uh, for the sake of pumping them up, but you know, recognize that you know, where there's a lot of negativity in the world, and and sometimes you know, you giving someone a, you know, some positive feedback can can save people. You know, um, it's it's important that you know you try and be kind and and. Uh, and, you know, we're all very critical, myself included. It's in my, you know, being critical is hardwired in my my brain. But I do try my best to, to always listen and, and um, always try and be positive. And, and I do, you know, you know there's, 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 there's being positive and, and whatnot. Also be realistic as well. So if you're coaching and whatnot, you know, be, be positive, be realistic. But, but try and be nice to, be nice to people. Um, Make people feel good. Make people feel welcomed. That's really important. Um, and you know, in return, you know, people will want you around, and 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 you'll, you know, it just creates a much better, much better environment. And you know, how that applies to ninja, I mean, that that is that is the ninja way. You know, be welcoming, be positive, be supportive of everyone. You know, you might have someone who who it's it's their first time in the competition. Um, it might be your first time in a competition. You'd want to not feel as nervous as I'm sure you, you'd be feeling. Um, but, you know, having gone through that, you know, it's nice to pass that on to someone who's new, make them feel welcomed into the community. Um, you know, it's just, it's a good thing to do. So that's probably the second lesson. The third lesson, this is something that I learned from uh, Paul's mistake. Um, something that I think that every ninja and every person who trains should take seriously, but you need to rest sometimes. Paul um, never stopped. He was an absolute uh, animal. Don't get me wrong. He was conditioned and mentally resilient as hell. But where Paul fell down was he didn't listen to his body 
when it told him to stop and recover and rest. And that's he he paid the price, you know, at least for all of last year. Um, he never really got the chance to compete very much um, because he was always injured. He was always had something, you know, he tore his bicep, this happened, this happened. And in, and because of that, you know, well, last year when we were in Perth, he was on the sidelines. He couldn't watch. He'd already booked his ticket. He'd already qualified earlier in the year, tore his bicep in the middle of the year, hadn't healed by the time the competition uh, was held and couldn't compete. Uh, you know, so he, he never looked after his body. Um, and I cannot stress this enough. Ninja is destroying if you do not look after your body, uh, especially with the amount of impact. I mean, I've, I've yet to do... Uh, my goal uh, scientifically is to actually analyze and, 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 and do research on um, the actual loading, the, the actual load um, that goes through the shoulder. Uh, you know when you when you catch something or or, or when you when you're actually doing uh, big moves and you know the the force that goes through the shoulder. I'm very curious to you know how much actual stress uh, the body takes. For example, if you do a a decent size lache, you know the difference between when you load your body and you sort of know how to control it versus when you're you know crazy and you don't know how to control it and you know the the sheer amount of force that goes through your shoulders. I'm very curious with this because what we do can be very destroying. Um, and it's really important that you you think about your training um, like an athlete would. So there might be, you know, two to three week period where you might go quite hard, um, and then you pull it back for a week. You know, really focusing on recovery, um, getting massages, taking it easy, uh, and sort of recycling. Um, you know, every couple of weeks, this uh, you know moderate to hard pace, and then pull back. You know, hit the brakes and 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 recover. Um, I've been, I definitely have been doing that myself um, ever since last year. After my shoulders have come good, um, which ultimately cost me my place for season three um, because I was so deconditioned and did so badly in fitness testing. Um, I've been being very careful about going hard when I need to and then pulling back when I need to. Give you an example. Um, I we, we had a big training session uh, Tuesday night to to honor Paul um, at Fighting Lions, and then I backed that up again Wednesday with a humongous uh, endurance session with um, Dan Mason and Steve Axis, uh, and that was I was yeah extremely sore to the point where I actually had inflammation and my uh, upper traps uh, and shoulder was swollen and. Um, Trained again Friday, so I gave Thursday off. Trained again Friday, um, was in pain a little bit, but but was able to get through training. Um, so I've rested uh, Saturday, rested yesterday. Uh, sorry, yesterday was Saturday. Rested today, uh, and was thinking about doing more stuff today. But I thought, you know what, I can still feel a little bit of inflammation in my upper trap. I probably should rest, and you know what, maybe I can go train uh, lightly tomorrow. Uh, being Monday, and then I can have a moderate to hard session again on Wednesday, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, so again, it's being smart because at the end of the day, if you tear something or you're injured and you can't compete, well then what's the point? What are you doing? So um, it's really, really important, especially leading up to something like season four um, or uh, the show or a big comp like the NC, um, the NCL, 
you have to, you want to peak at the right time. So in normal sport practice, so you'd have a preseason before you'd go into competition. Um, and then obviously in that preseason, you're building up your volume, you're building up your loads to get to a point where just before preseason, you then peak. Sorry, just before just before competition, um, you know, you uh, you reach a level where to go any harder, you, you, you're risking injury, especially when you're in competition. Um, so then you you pull back the the volume because that's where that's where the injuries occur with too much volume and then too much intensity as well. So you keep you want to keep the intensity of your training high, um, but sometimes it's good to keep the volume low, especially around competition, um, because a competition itself, especially in ninja, can take up you know a tremendous amount of energy. Um, I've found I've just done one one ninja run and I'm more sore for a few days than if I've had you know two or three sessions throughout the week. Um, so it's crazy how much uh, stress that you place your your body in on. Sorry, um, when you when you actually do a, a ninja run. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend learn from Paul. Um, he was always injured. Look after yourself. Listen to your body. If you if you're feeling slightly off or you're feeling that the the muscles don't feel right, you know there's there's a, there's a pain that doesn't feel right. Get it checked out. Have peace of mind. Or take it easy, rest for a bit, and then go hard. Okay, so that's they're basically the three lessons I've learnt from Paul, um, and will um, definitely be you know, trying to embody. Um, you know, definitely the first two. I think I did the third one quite well, but the first two lessons, I think, you know, I, uh, Paul and I were very close, and we were very, were very similar in how we how we approach life and how we do things. So I'll definitely try and. Um, keep those uh those things in the front of my mind to you know i guess allow him to i guess i can't even string my words together anymore <laughs> uh anyway i hope you enjoyed that hope you got some value um we'll hopefully get back on the on the interview trains uh very soon enjoy the rest of your weekend Thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the Way of the Ninja podcast. If you want to be kept in the loop, please subscribe so that we can teach you how to be a ninja in life and on the course.